Welcome to a new episode of From the Honeycomb, a podcast that creates a spark of positive energy in your home to design, architecture, yoga, meditation, and travel. I've created this podcast as a place to come for design inspiration and especially to learn about Vastu Shastra with a modern approach. I am your host, Katarina Burinova, and welcome to From the Honeycomb. So thank you so much for listening to today's episode. This episode is coming a little last minute, being recorded a little last minute than usual because I was waiting for some very exciting news that I am going to share a little later on in this episode. And so this is kind of a, we're winging it and I'm just really excited to share with you my good news. If you've been listening for a while, then you know, or if this is a family or friends who are listening, you know what I have been working on towards the goal I've been working on and I've almost achieved it very close. So I'm very excited to share that news. But before we begin, let's take a moment to kind of ground down and think of something we are grateful for in this present moment. So if you are new to the episode, what we do at the beginning of every episode is just take a moment to think of something we are grateful for. That way we can kind of create this grateful energy and start the episode on a positive note. And so in this present moment, something I've been really grateful for, and this is very lighthearted because whatever you're grateful for could be small, could be large, anything it is. And in this present moment, I am really grateful for not only the good news that I'm about to share, but the TV show Friends. And I just love this TV show. I have probably watched it through now three, four times. I think I'm on my fourth or fifth time watching it through. And it is just my go-to show whenever I just need something on in the background, those familiar voices. Last week I was watching a few episodes and it just like kind of calms me down. There's just nothing, there's just something about the show. I love of course, Jennifer Aniston. I love Rachel Green. Like, I love that character. But there's just, the whole cast was amazing. And there's just something about that show that's just such a feel-good show. I don't even know. I mean, I'm probably going to be 85, 90 years old watching this show on whatever devices in the future. Just watching the show because there's just something about it. It just seems like there was, it was during a time too, just before cell phones. And so looking back on the show, you just see how everybody's so present and it's just so different now when you look at some of the sitcoms out there today. It's, there's just some feel goodness about it. So I'm just really grateful for the TV show Friends and that it's still able to be streamed. And I just, yeah, it's such a great show. Okay, so the good news that I'm very excited to share that, if you excuse me a second, I need to take a sip of my champagne. Ah, yes, job well done to me. I am very excited to share that I passed my final NCARB architecture exam. This journey has been incredibly long. If you've been listening for a while now, maybe you've heard me talk about my architecture exams. I have an episode called The Road to Licensure. And right in that episode, I kind of break down what it's taken me to get my architecture license. And a lot of people don't really know the path it takes to get licensed. And it's just a huge challenge. It's been, it was the hardest thing I've had to do in my life yet. It was harder than getting into college. It was harder than going through any school. This 
these exams really tested if I wanted to be an architect. And so there were six total. I passed all six now. I just have my California, which I am automatically was, once I passed this exam, uh, which was yesterday, which was July 16th is when I went in for my exam. So I'm recording this episode July 17th. And you guys are listening to it, I hope. Hopefully the day it airs, but you will be listening to it sometime in the future. And so July 16th, 2022, I went in for my last exam, and this is an exam that I have taken seven times now. Passing it, I passed it on my seventh try. In the last year, it took me, this was my fifth time taking it within a year, I believe. Yes, yes, yeah, sorry about, sorry for the long pause. Yes, it has been, this was my fifth try, seven overall. This exam was extremely hard. I don't know why I struggled with it so much. And for those of you not familiar with architecture exams, in the United States, once you go through your university program, you then have to take a series of exams to get licensed in the state that you want to practice in. Now, you can practice architecture without having a license, but when you do have a license, it allows you to stamp your own drawings, have your own firm. It just, it, it elevates you in the career field. And so these exams are extremely hard. This one I just took, I think it was like a 43% pass rate, just to give you an idea of how difficult they are. And for some reason, I really struggled with this one. But as of this morning, I found out that I passed and it has been a journey. It has been a journey unlike any journey I can't even imagine. It's been five years in the making and I just thinking about the path it took and how the perseverance and the endurance and just not giving up is the message I want to share in today's episode is not giving up, not letting failures crush your dreams. Or if you don't think, if you're working towards something and you have gone failure after failure, people have said no or closed doors in your face or just you are working towards something and it is not working out right now. I just want to tell you, keep going, keep pushing forward because you don't even know the potential you have once you reach your goal. It will feel so amazing. And if you're in the thick of it, just the, oh, it's just like imagine a lotus flower, right? That's always the great example of a lotus flower begins like in mud and a muddy pond. And then once it blooms, it's just a beautiful flower. And right now I am almost at my lotus. My, my bud is open. I am, I'm above the water. I just need to take that California exam, which I don't even know the, I haven't, I've been saying I don't haven't indulged myself in researching what it is now once I pass these six national exams and now have to go to my California exam. I haven't indulged myself in the research of, okay, so then what, you know, what do I need? What books do I need? How much is it going to cost? How do I schedule it? Where's the testing center? Which is some, like my mind after every exam I've taken and passed within the next hour, I already had my next exam scheduled because as I kept going, and even if there was a failure, even if I failed an exam, the moment I could schedule the next exam, the moment I could sit down with my credit card and be like, okay, schedule the next exam, I had that next exam scheduled. And that's also something is if you're working towards that goal, and I'm not going to sugarcoat it, there were moments where I wanted to give up, where I just said, you know what, I'm done. Actually, there was a weekend in... Um, I'm just going to, I think I'm just going to break down what kind of the journey is. So the first exam I took was last weekend of February 2017, NCARB, which is the National 
Committee of Architecture Registration Board, and I don't know if it's committee or I don't remember what the C, I think it's committee. It's so bad. I've given them hundreds of dollars and I don't even, thousands at this point actually, and I don't even remember what they stand for. So the NCARB is the one that issued the ARE, the Architecture Registration Exams. And there was a 4.0 version. And when I started testing, there was a 5.0. So 5.0 was a new version that came out. It had a few different things. I'm not gonna get into the details of that because that's a little boring, unless you're interested in it, but probably not. So I took my first exam February, 2017, and they had just rolled out with the ARE 5.0. And it was, there was no testing material as there is now. So a lot of the practice tests I take now, a lot of the programs that you can now sign up for didn't exist back then because everybody was taking it brand new. And so actually I got a NCARB was offering, if you are one of the first few to take these exams, you are going to get a $100 gift card and a free retake. So I thought, hey, why not, right? $100 gift card, free retake, let's do it. Wow, did I get my ass handed to me in that exam? I did not study as much as I thought I needed to. Actually, I barely studied. Like, into comparison to what I studied now, it's night and day difference. I studied a total of maybe like 15 hours for that exam. I now study like 15 hours in a weekend. So just to give you an idea, it is much different from my first exam. And then usually I get my results within 24 hours, but because this was the first exam and they were kind of getting a pool of people to see, okay, where are we? How are people, you know, reacting to these questions? How are people scoring? So I had to wait two months for my results. At that point, I don't even remember what questions I had. And so a few life change things occurred a few weeks after I found out I failed my exam. I ended up quitting my job in Chicago, traveling through Europe. I went to Czech, England, was in Costa, did a solo trip to Costa Rica, was in St. Lucia, kind of traveling, took some time off, quit my job, and then moved back to California where I grew up and got a job in Laguna Beach, which is where I work now. And so that was kind of 2017 put the exams on the back burner and was like we will get to this when we get to this and so then starting in 2018 it was February 2018 I took the same exam again failed and I remember I was in Palm Springs with my mom that time when I found out I failed and we ended up just going shopping after that's how I dealt with that failure and then I took two more exams two more times that year so another four exams and failed all that And that, I remember I bought all the books I needed for, and I would spend hours reading from cover to cover the books, which was now in hindsight such a mistake because you don't absorb. I read thousands of pages on mechanical systems and how all of it lays out. And after reading a good, you know, hundred to a thousand pages, you don't remember that at all. You don't remember any of what you read. You're not absorbing that information. And so I just didn't make it with those exams. Some more life stuff happened. I ended up then kind of putting a hold on the exams. was like, okay, we'll restart. And then spring of 2019 is when I started the exams again. And at that point, Jesse was in my life. And he started to help me. I told him, I said, hey, we've got these, you know, architecture exams I got to do. Like, you mind helping me out with them? He's like, yeah, sure, totally, no problem. And today, looking back on it, I think our whole relationship, I've been studying for these exams. And I told him, I said, you have no idea what you signed up for because these exams have been a roller coaster. And so, but it was May, 2019, I passed my first exam on the first try. It was one I hadn't taken yet. 
I remember seeing that I passed and I was sitting on the couch that I sat on this morning when I found out I passed all my exams and I just broke down into tears. And Jesse's like, oh my gosh, it's okay. Like you passed, this is great. I'm like, you have no idea. Like these are such happy tears. These tears, it's just, I'm just so happy because I finally passed it. It's possible. I didn't think it was possible. It was the seventh exam I took in total until I passed. And so I just was just, I was like, okay, it's possible. Then I took another exam, didn't pass, took it again. That September ended up passing, which was super awesome. So I was like two down, four more to go. Awesome. Then I went towards another one, which I took right before Christmas. Terrible idea. Never did that again. It was very hard to study and enjoy the holiday season. I think my exam was December 23rd. So Christmas Eve morning, I found out that I failed which was rough. Ended up taking that exam again, February, 2020, failed. And right after that, went to, for a trip to Florida to visit my mom and my grandma was there. And then we all know what happened March, 2020. And so testing centers closed. I wasn't able to retake that exam until July, 2020, where I ended up passing, which on a side note, I have not gotten to celebrate 4th of July in the last four years. Yeah. Last four years, I have not celebrated 4th of July because I've been studying for an exam. Next 4th of July, I told Jesse that we are, I don't know what we're doing, but we are celebrating. Well, I told him we're going to get lit, which that's just, I don't even know if that, yeah, doesn't even make sense. But I was just like, we are going crazy next 4th of July because I have been studying. I have been at home in bed this, this past year. We listened to the fireworks in bed because I had been studying all day and just trying to make sure I got enough sleep. And so, yeah. So 4th of July, I'm very excited to celebrate in full next year, not studying. I'm just, I don't know, we're, it's wild. I don't even know what we're going to do. We're going to do something crazy. And so passed in July 2020. And for that pass, Jesse surprised me with a surprise trip to Montecito, California, where he ended up proposing two weeks later. And so I don't know if you're noticing a pattern, but these exams have been just kind of driving the schedule of my life. And so that's why I am just... Uh, Like, it hasn't fully hit me. It's hit me to a certain extent that I'm done, but I don't think it's fully hit me that I don't have to plan my life according to these exams. Of course, I have one more left, but today I was like, Jesse, this is the first time I'm just sitting here. I don't have the power to book my next exam because I have to get approved by the California Licensing Board. And I don't know how long I haven't, like I said, I haven't indulged myself into seeing if that... The reason I say indulge is I didn't want to look too much into the future because I wasn't sure if something of that was possible that I would be able to get my license, which we'll get to more on that in a little bit, but as if if I even thought this dream was possible because of so many failures, but it's just, I considered it an indulgence because it's like, it's kind of like when you go and you look on like a website like Redfin or Zillow and you're looking at these houses that you cannot afford, right? These are multi-million dollar homes, but you like to browse and look. And for me, looking on the information about my California exam, it felt like that. It felt like an indulgence, like, well, you know, once I pass all these, then look what I can do. You know, well, it's not as exciting as buying a multi-million dollar home, but I just, for some reason, I just didn't let myself indulge in that too much because I wanted to take it one exam at a time as well. In July, 2020, I passed one exam and then I started studying for next one. And that was September, 2020, failed. That's when I completely broke down. I thought, okay, I've passed three and I've got three more to go. Can I do this? Can I do, is there some sort of sign from universe, God, from anything telling me, you know what? 
this just isn't for you. And so we took a weekend away up to go to Malibu and we took lots of walks that weekend and I went through possible ideas of, okay, you know, maybe architecture isn't for me. So let's, let's pretend that I'm going to quit architecture on Monday when we get back. What would I even do? Because this has been a dream of mine also since I was about 10 years old to be an architect. And so, you know, here I am, you know, at that point, I think it was like 18 years after my dream. I was 20, 20, yeah, I'm 30 now. So I know it was two years ago. I don't even know that. Today's math, I don't even ask me about math. I'm so exhausted from yesterday's exam. I'm not even going to try to do the math. But almost 20 years later, I'm walking on a beach in Malibu realizing the dream that I had as a 10-year-old girl may not come true. And that is, that's really hard to kind of think about, you know, this is something I've been really wanting, but what if there's a sign like, you know, there's that, I think there's that quote like, you know, rejection is redirection or something, which I think is a little bit bullshitty, to be honest. In some aspects, some aspects, yes, when one door closes, another door opens, absolutely. But then there's also, if you know in your core that what you are working on, what you are striving for, that is like your dharma, which is your soul's purpose on this earth. You don't listen to anybody say no, you know that whatever it is that you are trying to achieve is why you're here, which I think why I have been put on this earth is to create homes for people, to create homes with good energy. I mean, homes, we we spend so much of our time in the home that this is what I believe is kind of like one of the reasons I was put on this earth was to design homes for people. And so this dream, again, is just It was a tough weekend. We definitely walked through a few scenarios. And I remember at one point we were walking down the beach and I turned to Jesse and I said, you know, I can't think of anything else I would want to do besides architecture, except there is one thing. And he's like, well, 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 what is that? And I'm like, you know, I love like we're on vacation right now. He's like, yeah, yeah, for the weekend. And I said, I could be a professional vacationer. That's it. And he goes, Oh, my love, you're so sweet. He's like, you can't make any money in being a professional. Yeah, like, how are we supposed to support ourselves? And I, I, and we kind of laughed at it. I said, and it was kind of like, well, there you go. If the only thing I can think of besides this career that I've been pursuing for so many years, if the only next best available thing is a professional vacationer, well then, you know, this is my dream. Keep going. So regrouped when we got back from that trip, started studying for my exam, ended up passing it. It was right around Thanksgiving of 2020. To be honest, don't ask me how I passed that exam. I still don't know. I thought I did okay, but I remember I went back and I changed like 10 to 15 questions and I don't know how it's possible that I passed, but that one, I don't know. I don't know how I passed that one, to be honest. I just didn't, I was not as confident. And that was another thing is like, sometimes I was confident that I definitely passed and sometimes I was confident that I did not pass. So that one, yeah, I don't have any idea how I passed that one. Well, and then 2021 started and for whatever reason, I knew I had two more exams left and I was running out of steam. Like there January, February of 2021 were brutal. I ended up starting to have the worst headaches. I had major panic attacks to such a degree I'd never had in my entire life all over these two exams. And that's another thing is I'm taking the next month off because my health is definitely hindered in the last two exams. If you listen to the episode of The Road to Licensure, I I mentioned that I was at the hospital for an ovarian cyst. This last exam, I had the worst canker sores of my life. 
all stress-related. There's no other reason why it was stress-related canker sores. I've never had canker sores in my life. And so it just, just these exams, I'm just so, so done. But this next month, I'm really taking a break. Well, the next two months, because schedule-wise, I can't take my next, my California exam until October. So we'll see how, see, and I'm already, and there I am already thinking about that next exam. So you know, just, it's, it's a lot of planning and just thinking about constantly, um, like the sad thing is, I don't know, this is kind of sad and depressing is I look at myself in photos from like the last two, three years. And I look at the photo and I go, oh, I had two exams at that point. Oh, I had just passed my third exam when that picture was taken. And this is pictures that we take like out with family, out with, you know, at our wedding. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I had, I had four when we got married. Yeah, okay. Like it's, that's how in all consuming these exams have been. So back to 2021, started the year off on a really wrong foot. Just, it was awful. Just awful, awful, awful. But took March to kind of regroup and retook the exam in April. And because also every time you fail, you have to wait 60 days. So I had to wait 60 days, took it again. But then the exam I was taking, which is PPD, Project Planning Development, is very similar to PDD, Project Design Development. And so they recommend taking the two exams close to each other. So I thought, well, I'll study for PPD and then I'll take PDD in two weeks because I'll have the momentum and hopefully the same information and hopefully I'll pass one of the two exams. Well, I go in to take PPD, which scoring wise was harder to pass, but I went in my computer crashed halfway through the exam. And so I kept myself, I was very, as cool as a cucumber could be, <laughs> dealing with that situation. And I ended up coming out of the exam just like, there's no way I passed. My computer crashed halfway through. The testing center I went to, they're like, no, it's okay. Half of your test is already out to the testing board that you're associated with. So you'll just have to take the next half of your exam. It's gonna be okay. I came home and I just lost it. I'm like, I don't even know where to begin. So I sent a not very friendly email to NCARB and said, what the heck? Like, like this is absolutely unacceptable that this exam crashed. What am I supposed to do? Because at that time, a lot of people were having issues because the exam changed formats again because people were testing at home. And so they had to make the format equal to if you're testing at home to if you're testing at a testing center. And so I didn't check the score for that exam because I wanted to, I didn't want, I just didn't want to know leading up to my next exam if I passed or failed because I didn't want to put any pressure on myself for the next one. Well, two days later, after I sent that email, I got an email response back from someone at NCARB saying, thank you so much for letting us know. We are so sorry you had this, but congratulations because you passed that exam. And I was sitting at the spot that I'm sitting in right now and I read the email and I thought, no, no, no. Like, this is a mistake. Like, and I read it again and again and again. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it says congratulations. I passed this, this exam. So it definitely put less pressure on me for the next exam. And that's PDD. And that's the one I just took yesterday. And so the journey from that point, which was last May, is over a year's time just to pass this last exam. And so I took it in May, 2021, failed, tried to retake it again, July, 2021, again, July, around 4th of July. It always somehow, it always ended up being February and May and July and September and November were my exams. It was very interesting. And also back to that April exam where I passed PPD, the first three exams I had passed were all on odd numbered months. And so I thought guaranteed there's no way 
superstitiously, statistically, superstitious, statistically, whatever you want to call it, that I would pass this exam because it was on an even numbered month. It was April. And then I passed. It's actually the only exam I passed on an even numbered month, but I started freaking out like, oh my gosh, like what if I don't pass because it's an even numbered month? A little ridiculous, but that's, here we are. And then I had, so yeah, so I took the exam then in July, failed. That was really hard. I kind of blame that failure on, I had a lot of family things going on. We were planning our wedding. It just, my mind was just not in this exam. So then we got married in September and I didn't come back to this exam until December of 2021. I think it was like December 6th of 2021. While we were actually in Madeira at our wedding, I got an email saying that the testing center is canceling my appointment. And so by the time I got back to the U.S., I called the testing center. I said, hey, why did you guys cancel my appointment? They're like, well, we're moving. And so we don't know how long it's going to take us to get set up. So you're going to have to find another testing center. And so I live in South Orange County and the closest testing center was an hour and a half away in a town called Rancho Cucamonga, which I had no desire to drive an hour and a half before my exam to this testing center. So I got an Airbnb, which was just not ideal. It was, it was okay. I mean, it said it was clean. I don't think it it was not clean. It was, um, yeah, we found like used floss in the shower. It was just awful, 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 awful experience, but I just wanted to be as close to the testing center as possible. So we got an Airbnb because I have a kitchen. We wanted a kitchen because I have a ritual of what I ate every time before my exam, which is smoked salmon and rice. And I have to have my smoked salmon and rice. And so I wanted to make sure we had a kitchen. And so that's why we ended up at an Airbnb. Total disaster. We had just gotten our booster shots, I think, for COVID because everybody was getting sick again. And I thought, no way am I getting sick before my exam. I had really bad reactions to all of the shots and the booster. And so I was feeling awful. I think Jesse had an ear infection and we went out to Rancho Cucamonga for this exam the next morning. It was so cold. And I had, I sat next to some guy who had the nasaliest nasal, just every time he took a breath, it was like the mucus is just awful, mucusy, just, it was, oh my gosh, it was awful. I blame him for that fail. And then also on top of that, Jesse, when he was leaving the testing center to go to work, got rear-ended and then it took me forever to get home. That was just awful. Like I just, that was an awful experience. And that meant I had taken the exam three times in a row. And what that means is after you take your exam three times in a row and fail, you have to wait a year from the first time you failed. So the next possible time I was able to take this exam was, because I had failed it in May 2021, was May 2022. And so from January to March, I wasn't able to study. And I'll admit, like, I that was a really, that last Christmas was, I was pretty depressed. I felt really lost. thought, how am I going to even get through I've been just going, going, going. I just want to pass. How am I going to be able to pass this freaking exam? And so I felt really lost during that time. It was a real struggle. It was a real struggle. Again, back to, I was like, well, I have one more left. Like, I'm so close. Thought about giving up that time too. Kind of had a conversation with myself and was like, okay, like you've gotten five down. You know you can get one more. Do you want to take a break? Maybe get back to this in a year. And in my head, I thought, no, you know what? Just get this done. So studied for May, obviously failed. But that that fail, uh, uh, I came out of that one pretty, 
I mean, I'm proud of myself for that one because I ended up taking the exam at home because I realized I don't want to go another hour and a half. It was either go to Rancho Cucamonga for my exam again because the testing center near me just didn't open at all or wasn't even a possibility or go to Bakersfield, California. Bakersfield, California is four and a half to I think five hours away. It's called the armpit of California and it is really hot there and it is between San Francisco and LA. So if you've ever driven from San Francisco to LA on the five, you've gone through Bakersfield. I was not planning on road tripping to take my final exam. So there was of course the option to take the exam at home. And so that was the decision I made was to take an at-home test, which meant everything in the room I was testing in had to be taken off, the walls, all the paintings, everything. We had to put sheets over bookcases. But I thought, you know what, let's just get this done. I'll be at home, I'll be in the safety of my own home. Like I don't have to go through all the testing procedures. I don't have to, you have to show what's under your wrists, what's on your ankles. You have to do security checks, fingerprints every time before the exam. I thought, you know what, I'm gonna be at home. Well, I had such difficulty with the technical issue aspect of it. It took two hours for me to even start my exam because it kept crashing again. And I thought, what is my chance of me trying to take the exam at a testing center and it crashing and me trying to take it home and the exam crashing? Obviously, I failed that one by 3%. I found out actually a couple weeks ago. So 3%, which is absolutely frustrating. And so what happens is why I know it was over 3% recently is in June, NCARB changed testing companies and the testing companies changed the format on how they give you your score back. So you know if you what, like what sections you did well in and what which ones you didn't do well in. And previously it was like little bullet points that made no sense. You had no idea like how close were you? What were you getting right? And now it's on a percentage basis. Another frustrating thing is that I have to say, NCARB, I wish you showed like how well I passed. Like when you pass, they don't show you how well you did. I would love to know, did I just like kill it? Or did I just barely get it? I mean, Jesse's like, just be happy you passed. I'm like, no, 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 no. I do want to know, did I pass by like killed it? Or was I like just barely there? Especially with the one I took um like two years ago that I don't even know how I passed. And so that was just a disaster. I ended up sitting through the whole exam, not going to the bathroom because I was worried. It's a three and a half hour exam. I sat at my desk the whole time. I didn't move because I was so worried that my once I got into the exam and it started working, that I would lose connection. And so that was in May. I regrouped. I was like, well, gotta wait 60 days. So here comes July 16th, 2022. Yesterday, I went into a new testing center that was so much better than the previous testing centers. It was clean. The people were nice. It had windows. You could, you know, there was some nice natural light. And they also had at your own desk, you had the little earplugs you could put in, like those little foam ones for sound. Put those in right away, which at the old testing center, you didn't have, you had noise canceling headphones, but they were not at all noise canceling. They're honestly a piece of shit. But anyway, so that was my experience yesterday. I felt really good. Sometimes I felt like I passed and I did pass and I wouldn't pass. And sometimes I felt like I didn't pass and I would pass. So I kind of gave up when people are like, oh, how do you feel? How do you feel after the exam? Honestly, I didn't know yesterday. I was like, if I didn't pass this time, I don't know. I don't know like what to do next. And so yesterday we got home. I just, I was exhausted. We, We didn't really do much. 
And then this morning around 8 a.m., I got up at like 6.30, which is like the earliest I've gotten up voluntarily on a weekend in like, oh, I don't know, a couple months now. And I just like, I don't know, I can't sleep. Like, oh, let's just let's just kind of move on with our day. Usually around noon the next day, I get an email saying my score is ready. So I made us breakfast and, you know, we're kind of cleaning up. And I said, you know, what? let's just check. Let's just check to see what the score is. Like, let's just see if my score got posted. You know, I don't know, it's a new testing company. Maybe it takes them a while, you know. It's Sunday, I don't know if, you know, if anybody needs to physically check it or something. So we pull it up and I open up the page and the page looks new now. And I see this new little bar and it says, I, all I see is California eligibility. And before I even scroll down to seeing that I passed, I just was like, I passed. And yeah, I just, oh my gosh, the moment I'm just rethinking about it. I just, I scroll down and I see that I passed. And the first thing, of course, is just tears, 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 tears. I don't even know if I'm going to, I can't believe I haven't cried this episode yet. Like I'm just, I think I've cried out. I've cried so much. Like I could not keep it together at the grocery store today. I just, it's more of just like, there's just this amount of relief. And I just like, I still can't believe it. Like I was in the spice spice aisle at the grocery store this morning and I just like remember I just like looked at people and I looked at Jesse I'm like these people don't even know what today means to me and he's like I know he's like I don't even know what it means for you today like I can't even imagine how you feel right now and so it's been kind of like that all day you know what was your first day not studying not having to study not having to having to plan the next exam what did I do I cleaned and I organized the crap out of my house like I went through so many closets so many drawers I redid my underwear drawer my sock drawer my I have like my yoga clothing and my sweatpant drawer I went through our downstairs closet got through rid of everything got things organized I went through our other closet I got went through all of my study material was like here's what I'm keeping here's what I'm selling because I have a lot of books I have a friend who's just starting her exam journey and so I said hey I've got all these books how much you know I'm gonna sell those off and I just cleaned and organized and it feels so amazing and I just like I just I cannot wait I'm gonna have I told Jesse I was like I'm gonna have a little pep in my step tomorrow when I go to work because this feels so good. It feels so good. I'm so glad this is behind me. I have one more exam, but I just wanted to share this good news. If you're still listening, thank you for listening to me ramble a little bit about just this experience, and I hope it didn't come off as too much complaining, but this has been such a long journey from February of 2017, driving to a testing center. That was the only testing center I also took in just in Chicago. Everything else has been in California, but just, uh, I'm so happy to be done. I cannot wait. I'm just like, uh, I can't just, I can't believe it. I'm so close. I have one more exam. You better believe it. Tomorrow I am going to go down the rabbit hole of figuring out what I need for that exam. What are my requirements? How much does everything cost? But I also wanted this episode to be an encouragement. If you are dealing with a challenging time right now and you are getting, you know, feeling like you are failing or you're being told no or your doors are being slammed into your face, know that you've got this. It's okay to have a moment of weakness. If everybody, you know, there's, you can't sugarcoat this process. There's no, I was so excited the whole time. Every failure, I felt great. I never wanted to give up. That's a bunch of bullshit. 
And it's okay to have those moments. It doesn't mean that you aren't working as hard as you possibly can and the universe isn't giving back to you in the way that you want it to. You've got this. You are going to persevere. I have a really great quote that is up on my wall that has helped me so much. And it says, endurance is one of the most difficult disciplines, but it is to the one who endures that the final, final victory comes. And I guess that's a quote from Buddha. That quote has kept me going because endurance, endurance is hard. And it's, this was a marathon. It was not a sprint, but I am so proud of myself for showing up, for not giving up. I have just, yeah, I'm just so beyond grateful just to myself for continuing to push myself. And I'm also just kind of wanting to give a shout out to a few people that have made this process just a little easier Obviously, to my husband, Jesse, he has been amazing, huge support system. Without him, I mean, he does all the cooking, all the cleaning, takes care of the household while I've been studying for my exams. He sits with me on weekends outside doing flashcards. I mean, just mind-numbingly stupid questions, and he has been there with me every step of the way once I started passing, I guess. I went all the way, but I also want to thank Michael Ehrman from Amber Books. Without him, I would not have passed PPD or PDD. I also want to thank Hyperfine Architecture. Those were great study materials. We are exams. Um, I also want to thank Ballast Exams, Practice Problems. Those are really great. Architect Exam Prep. That was a really great. And I also want to thank my friend Lauren, who was taking these exams at the beginning at the same time as me. Her help, her encouragement has been just amazing. And she really pushed me to continue. We were kind of there for each other. And that's another thing is just having someone there with you who helps you and kind of is going through the same thing as you is always really great. And so I just want to thank her. And lastly, I want to thank myself. I want to thank myself for showing up, for not giving up, for continuing to push myself, for waking up at 4.45 in the morning to watch videos about how to calculate the temperature at a certain point in a wall. I mean, some of this stuff I had to learn was just out there. Very, very, if I ever use that in my career, well, at least I'll know how to do it. But I'm just so beyond happy that that I'm done, that I'm done with NCARB. I have one more exam left. And just if you have a dream you're pursuing or you're wanting to do, don't give up because once you get there, it feels so good. So thank you so much for listening. Before I, you know, log off and finish sipping my champagne, just know if you like this episode, please give it a heart or thumbs up and click the follow button so you can stay up to date on the latest episodes. And if you'd like to follow me on Instagram at from the honeycomb podcast, I like to share little bits and details of my architecture life and just my everyday life there. So you can follow me and thank you so much for listening.